Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Two Toms, One Ash, where we usually talk all things NFL fancy football, but not only is it playoffs, but it's Super Bowl week. And one of us happens to have a dog in the race, or a horse in the fight, or, or whatever the saying is. As always, you can reach us on hello at twotomsoneash.com, and I can confirm that we are available to sign babies. Right, that's enough from just me. On we go. So we'll start off talking about talking about last weekend in between these two uh, meaningful games. We'll talk about pl- uh, Pro Bowl to start with. Um, and turns out that NFC won, won the flag football game. So Charlie, I know you watched a fair bit of this. So what did you make of this year's Pro Bowl and how it was set up and, and some of the games that were that were taken over? I think a lot of it, I think it got a bit of bad press. Um, I actually quite enjoyed it. I like the the different format. Uh, let's face it, the last few years of Pro Bowl have been pathetic. Like nobody really tries. It's just a bit of a they turn up and it's all all for show really, and nobody really gives it anything. Um, whereas it, it felt a bit more competitive. There were certain aspects of it that were they were still uh, like messing about the the whole uh, best catch things and stuff like that. Uh, it felt like it was all a bit. Um, bit of a joke, but still that competitiveness to it. I mean, there's still competitors that are, that are in there, but I, I I really enjoyed it. I think the only the, the only problem with it was, in terms of the flag football, um, the rules weren't set out quite clear. So uh, Pat McAfee, who was commentating on it, was saying, "I've spoken to this flag football ref, and this is what we can expect." And obviously. Like for myself, I've never seen flag football before, so I don't know the rules. So I was going off what they were telling us, and then the refs would f- call a foul for something that he do- previously said they could do. Like the the one of the things was you could only rush the quarterback um, from within seven yards once during each half, and then after that you have to be seven yards back to rush the quarterback. Um, it was like a hybrid one. It was like a hybrid of yeah. flag football and obviously not in, not American football, but something like that. Yeah, and it would have just been... The only thing I would say to tweak it would be to make the rules a bit clearer. They don't need to go into into the depths of everything, but just just outline the basic rules so that, that you, you uh, fans at home that's never played flag football before has got a basic understanding as to what's going on. But I enjoyed it. It was, it was competitive. Um, obviously, there was, like I say, there was still that sort of banter between teams, and um, but you could tell they they wanted to win. Uh, obviously, they get that extra. Is it forty two, forty two thousand each, uh, or around that? It's an extra forty two, I think it is, for for each, for each player on winning team. Um, so they obviously they want to win. Uh, and it made it interesting, the format they had as well. I don't know if you guys watched it, but basically what they did was there was um, all the mini games. So uh, they did tic-tac-toe between long snappers, punters and kickers. Um, so like noughts and crosses, essentially. So that was worth three points. So the mini games were worth three points each. And then uh, the flag football games were worth six points. And then the final flag football games so was three flag football games altogether, 
the final one, they started with the scores that they'd accrued through all the other games. Um, so the AFC went into it with a lead. Um, it was like 20, I can't remember off the top of my head, but 20 something to in, in the teens. So they had a significant advantage. Uh, and then the NFC uh, nicked it in that last flag football game. Wow. No, I, I don't know what, I'd not seen much of it at all. I'd seen a fair few highlights of some of the skill games and even the, the final game itself, but not too much. So, um, so even just going through that, really, it's helpful to understand. And, and I think it does need something, doesn't it? Because when you think that baseball, what NBA, um, even MLS, or whatever it might be, they've all got an all-star game. Like The NFL needs it as well. But yeah, it needs to be something that's competitive, that's interesting for the players to go to. And I saw some interviews early on in the week, and I think Peyton Manning was even saying that, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, you had a a young Adrian Peterson chatting to Ladanian Tomlinson and he's getting tips off him and you don't you won't get that kind of on the sidelines or after a game. Like this sort of thing kind of brings them together um in a good way, in a fun way. I'm not sure how all star it is when players like Tyler Huntley are getting called up. Um but understandable that there are certain injuries and I guess a fair few players that are appearing in the Super Bowl. Um but seemed like a good format and, and Peyton Manning was certainly uh, up for it and riled that that they didn't win. Um, Scully, did you see much of it? And, and what do you make of it? You like it, same sort of format for next season? I didn't see any of it this year. I was away for the weekend. Um, not sure if I'd have watched any if I wasn't away, because I watched last year's and it was pathetic. So, um, yeah, not for me. And how Tom's just described it, might have been different if I'd have watched it, but he's not sold it to me. So I'm, I'm not sold on it. I think it's one of them things where why don't they just acknowledge them here you've made it in the Pro Bowl you're you're in the team well done that's an achievement for the year and just knock the game on the head because it's yeah not for me I don't think I mean and on the, on the other side of it I think there's who I guess who come out of it in a good way Derek Carr so he was kind of one of the headlines wanted that it's obviously he's, he's leaving the Raiders and, and he put on a bit of a show at the quarterback skills so you wouldn't have thought that a team is naive enough to, to kind of be turned off, not interested in Derek Carr for the last 10 years. He's becoming a free agent. And then now he puts on a show at the Pro Bowl. Oh, actually, let's take a look at him. But but having said that, he's now getting talked about and, and maybe it is a little something. Um, and then on the other side as well, I think the only injury that looks like he's come out of it is maybe even Miles Garrett scoring. So I think, and again, I think it's maybe an injured toe. So... Again, something like that could happen, could happen in pre-season, could happen while they're, I don't know, they're working out in the off-season, whatever it might be. So things like that, I think it'd be difficult to kind of cancel it or not put it on because of something as minor as that. I think what, with what you're saying, Scully, about they, they just get the accolade of right you in the Pro Bowl, I think the downside with that is, and, and I know me and you have discussed this before, Ash, that the Pro Bowl tends to be a bit of a popularity contest because it's voted for by the fans. It's it's not necessarily the best player that's that's going. Clearly, look at Huntley turning up. Um, it, it's not just the best players. It, it tends to be the players that people have heard about or know about, and, and they're the ones that get the vote. So if you go on, say, as a Steelers fan, you vote for all the Steelers players. 
Um, there might be positions that you're not particularly bothered about, so then you'll pick somebody that you've heard of before, or or you might so there might have been some coverage on, and and it just becomes a bit of a popularity contest. Yeah, the best the better players do go in the majority, but but it's not always the case. So I think the good thing with having this sort of um, spectacle because it's not it's not a, a a pro bowl in terms of a, a just a game um that having the skills challenges it makes it a bit more fun it makes it a bit more competitive and i think it's good as well because you see a different side to players as well because they're, they're very throughout the season it's all very like down the line this is what you're working hard that you're working hard towards the super bowl that's that every team is out there to to win the super bowl i know some people have a more realistic chance than others, but that's what they all set out to do, and the, and it's it's all very regimented. Whereas the players get to show a bit more personality, and you get to see a bit more, like the Kelseys have with the podcast. You see that human side of them, and I, I do think it's good to see that side as well. So um, I, I I do like it, and I think just take it for what it is. It's it's just a bit of fun. But that's the thing as well. I mean, you're always going to get fans player of the season and stuff like that we have it in in football don't we but uh, if that's what it is fine but it's not even the the best players that go because people drop out of it mm. so people get voted as the the fans best players or whatever to make the uh, the pro bowl but then they don't go which is why Huntley ended up going and then the people that are not even included like um probably the best players because they're going to the Super Bowl so they're not included in it so I don't know I mean like I said it's it's not for me I didn't watch it though so I can't really comment on this year's but based on the last year that I watched um, I've got I'm in no rush to watch it again but but no fair point you make a fair point so yeah and remember just the position of it as well it's um and, the, and there's no real alternative if you think about it I know it used to be maybe after the Super Bowl but Season's finished as soon as the Super Bowl's done. There's no way that they'd have anything like this, I guess, even a few weeks previous. Um, something just that straight after the regular season doesn't work. I think it makes sense that there's a two-week break from Championship weekend to the Super Bowl, so those players can rest up. So it's a bit of a filler for that, so that we don't go, I guess, two weeks without any sort of football. So, so again, fits nicely in the calendar, um, but still, maybe maybe a start of something this last weekend and this last year's Pro Bowl but um, but still a bit of tweaking to be done before next season So moving on to the main event, the Super Bowl coming up this Sunday, Eagles against the Chiefs Scully, how do you see this one playing out? Um, I guess the two top seeds, the two number one seeds Across the AFC and the NFC, same amount or same record all season, same points scored all season as well. I saw someone tweeting out earlier this week. Um, but yeah, how do you see this one playing out? Really close game, really good game. Can't call it really, but um, I don't know. Honestly, I, I don't know. I don't know how this uh, how this game's going to go. At all, I'm just looking forward to it. Really, too, as we've mentioned, the the best sides they're here for a reason. It's not that often that the two number one seeds get to the final. So, really looking forward to it. Just as a neutral as well, um, excited for the game, but can't call it at, at all. With that, so Mahomes 
maybe, maybe not injured, who knows. Does that make any difference, do you think? Or do you think he's, he's, he's regardless, even on one leg or 50%, then uh, he's, he'll still do a job? I mean, he'll still do a job with uh, 50%. Obviously, it's Patrick Mahomes, but it absolutely makes a difference. He he needs to be he needs to be fit. They all need to be fit. It's not it's not a game that it's going to be come down to fine margins. It's it's going to be a, a, a proper proper tough game for both sides. Which is like I said, why I can't call it. But yeah, absolutely. Jalen Hurts needs to be fit. Um, Travis Kelsey needs to be fit. Mahomes needs to be fit. They they all do for it to be, and this is what we said on uh, on one of the last uh, pods, wasn't it? That so long as they they are all fit, they're all fighting. It will be an exciting game, but absolutely it'll make a difference. But I'm just hoping they are. Yeah, and and the thing that makes me nervous being an Eagles fan is that similar to the 49ers last week, it's the 49ers defense that. There's maybe the first time all season that the Eagles have played a good defensive team. Like they played good defenses with good players, but even when <clears throat> Hertz wasn't able to get out of the pocket and scramble, Bosa wasn't necessarily just going to put pressure on or sack Hertz. He was just playing fairly conservative, but just to try and keep him in that lane, which was almost just smart of Bosa, but smart of the 49ers defense. And I think Chiefs are very similar as well in the sense that. They're just trying to cut those, cut those weapons off for the Eagles rather than just going all out sack and then he scrambles out, gets away for twenty yards, whatever it might be. Um, I can see the Chiefs being very clever with that and Andy Reid doing a good job um, for the Chiefs' offense and defense. Charlie, how do you see it playing out? I think it's going to be an Eagles win. I think the Eagles' defense is going to be too strong. In comparison, you've got. To compare the two, you've got two very strong offences. Uh, Patrick Patrick Mahomes, um, unbelievable quarterback, one of the best that's that's played the game. Um, the way that he makes those sort of crazy pa- those crazy passes, um, the, he makes plays out of nothing. Um, Jalen Hurts has shown what he can do with his legs and the passing game. I think the he's he's a very strong runner as well um and i think they're both going to be good on, they're both going to be good on offense they they've both got very strong offenses i think the defense of the eagles is better than the defense of the chiefs and i think that's what it's going to come down to i think that um they're going to be able to get pressure on mahomes yes mahomes does well scrambling you can't do that every every play and I think they're just gonna they're just gonna be too much for them uh, over over four quarters. I think the Eagles' defense is what's gonna win it for you. I, I hope you're right, and and hopefully it's not just me with green tinted glasses on. Um, but the other angle of that as well is some of the Eagles' players as well. I think that whether it's desperation, whether it's last chance saloon, that as much as there's lots of good players and lots of good young players, we've also got the likes of I think. I think uh, Jason Kelsey, uh, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, I think this is their last rodeo. And we're retiring after this. Um, and Doma Kong Su, I guess we'll obviously we signed him halfway through the season, but I can imagine if he wins, or even if not really, I think that might be him done, his career finished. Um, and then even players like uh, Cha- Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, 
Marcus Epps, both at safety, Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, they're all free agents after this season. So wherever they go, which maybe they do leave the Eagles, that they might not get another shot like this. So whereas the Chiefs, I can imagine, as much as they're going to come up against the Bengals and the Bills for many a year to come, this could be a bit of a one-off for the Eagles with that core uh, retiring, leaving, whatever it might be. So, so hopefully that's the thing that works in Eagles' favour rather than having some of those important players on the wrong age, at the wrong side of an age, um, close to retirement maybe. Um, so let's have let's have a, a Super Bowl bold prediction from both here. But I'll I'll kick off first of all, and and I will go for an Eagles win, which isn't particularly bold, but I think we'll win it on either a well, either a pick six or a or a fumble six. I don't know what you call that, but I think I think we'll be losing, or it'll be very close, maybe even a tie. And then, as time expires, pick six or a fumble recovery ran all the way down for an Eagles touchdown for an Eagles win. Scully, bold prediction from you. I'm going for an opening score drive, and then. It to go to overtime, and the team who gets who wins the coin toss wins the match. <laughs> <laughs> wow, which is oh, I, I don't know. I lose track of these these rules, but both teams get a chance to score regardless. Yeah, it's new playoffs in uh, new playoff rules for overtime, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Jeez, that will be um yeah squeaky bum time and. Uh, and even later than uh, than a normal full time. Um, okay, gotcha. Charlie, bold prediction. Devonta Smith over hundred yards receiving, two touchdowns for him, and three or more sacks for this uh, Eagles defense as a whole. Um, and then on the other side of the ball, Travis Kelsey over hundred yards and a touchdown for Kelsey as well. And there you have it. That's it for our penultimate episode of the season. Certainly some super bold predictions there. Wildcard Bar and Grill in Sheffield is unofficially sponsoring our Super Bowl this weekend. Very much looking forward to getting together in person. Over a big fat bucket of wings and hopefully seeing it rain green ticker tape. Wherever you're watching it, hope you enjoy it as well. And we'll see you next week.